Hey, what's good, people? I'm Jason DeBellius. This is the Option Podcast. This is episode 176. That girl looks like Liz Rebo, musician, (laughs) artist, karaoke queen. The episode starts right now. What's up, Liz? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, got to give the people what they want. Got to give the people what they want. And in these five zip codes, she still exists. Maybe not for long, right? No. um, Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. So Drew is already. Yeah. Drew already left, right? He's gone. Drew Cannon? Yeah. How's he? He's loving the opportunities out there, right? I mean, the as far as theater performance, film, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, he's just settling in right now. But yeah, he's pretty excited about some big opportunities. Yeah. He is an, what am I saying? He's amazing. So you know what I mean? Like, there is so much open for him mm-hmm. out there, especially, and we get a better way of living out there. So, so. So it's really good having you back on the show. And I'm going to tell you why. Because mm. the first time you came on the show, mm. this is like episode 27. Yeah. You were the last in, in studio um, guest before COVID. Before the pandemic. <gasps> yes. And we, you should see oh that episode God. again. We're like, man, just, just, just let the kids go out there and throw some dirt on your face. You know what I'm saying? We were just, oh, you know, we remember we had like this yes. fear and we were trying to get rid of the fear and, and, and make sure it wasn't like this problem that, you know, oh, no. just got worse and worse and worse. That was our last episode before. I know, it's all coming back to me. I said something. Yeah. Goodness. We said a lot of things. We did say a lot of things, but on the pandemic, I definitely said a few things that I wish I could take back mm. after getting everything. So. No, no doubt. Oh, but let's talk about. Yeah, let's you. talk about everything. Well, for, first, before we have fun, because we had a lot of subject matter. Mm. G- listen, guys, if you're expecting a volleyball guest or if you're expecting like uh, us to address serious matters, you, this is this is um, we're just going to call that one a skip. OK, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, um, I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> my, ju- my juniors team, this might not be for you either. OK, no. um, but I'm um, really good seeing you Monday night so much fun yeah wasn't and wasn't that rare it was like this monday where i felt like everyone who hasn't been there for a long time came together greg right right? greg faulkner was there yeah greg faulkner who i'm um head uh, assistant coach at cal northridge he's also coaching club so you know he's been busy yeah yeah. i'm just glad he stayed in shape he looks great yeah (laughs) coaching gets you fat dude it does yeah it really does because you know what happens you work up the same appetite as the players and and you're not burning calories you're not you know um burning calories that's supposed to get replaced by the next meal and what are you doing you're replacing next meal for something that's never even burned well you look good so what are you doing different um i I got on the scale and kicked the scale You're like, not today. Not I today, Satan. The, dude, <laughs> I kicked the scale shit. like it was the scale's fault. <laughs> I said, bow. And, I was, uh, and the scale was like, excuse me? <laughs> this is what I get for being honest, right? Trying to help you. This is what oh, I get for being honest. So You did this to you. Yeah. You did this to you. So what I did was I tried a carnivore thing for Ooh. a little bit. And your energy shoots through the roof. And yes, you do lose weight. But during carnivore exclusively, um, you 
uh, one, you you still lose the weight because you're not actually adding calories from other places. But um, carnivore advice, people. All right. Um, I'm not a doctor, but um, I've had so many people who I've had two. Who, mm. This is their wheelhouse. So so doctors out there, listen to me. Okay. Mm. Sit down, have this seminar. So people that want to go carnivore, don't cold turkey it. Um, if you have other foods in your life, just eat less until it's gone. Because what happens is it kind of messes with your, with your poop a little bit. Really? Um, yeah, it's just less and it's whatever. Because it's your body trying to adjust to a whole other thing. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your body's, uh, you know, trying to, if it's not burned, it's waste, right? Mm, yeah. And, that's if there's no, and if there's nothing else except the B12, and now you don't have the calories, and now you don't have the other stuff, like stuff that is a high in grams of sugar, you know what I'm saying? So it so, messes with everything yeah. in your stomach. Ooh. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And you really get everything you, you want from red meat, um, from salmon. Salmon's a great source of omega-3. Uh, one square of salmon is, is equivalent to 6,000 units of vitamin D. I love salmon. Um, yeah. I don't like red meat. No. I no, know. I don't It doesn't like matter. It. I mean, they're, they're, you get it. You just don't want to go straight so far one direction that you have to have so many things to replace mm. unnecessary nutrients that you're also having the stuff that comes with it yeah the grams of sugar the 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 trans fat the you know the other stuff like that yeah so, you're getting all of the ex-boyfriend yeah. baggage mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> basically it's all so i did it. so last year i did a whole month a year ago i did a whole month carnivore i lost 11 pounds um this year i'm back on it but i'm doing like a tapering thing okay um, which is working uh, excellent for me i'm just you know tapering down yeah, i mean we ain't gonna have a podcast about poop but at the end of the day you just want you just want there's a certain time of day right you yeah. got you read your book and it's, and you're done and, and there's no drama right i mean i'm on yeah. tiktok and it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad i'll be that is like what does it say like what is that saying about going to the bathroom and taking a shit like that's man's like mm -hmm. <laughs> one release Mm -hmm. Well, this woman over here sits yes. on the toilet forever. It's mm -hmm. so bad for you. If yeah. you look into studies, it's terrible for you. Yeah, but just I'm spending like, too much time I'm like, there. No one leave me. Everyone leave me alone. No one bug mm -hmm. me. Hunter, my son. Mm -hmm. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Like, I need this moment of mm -hmm. peace. It's terrible. Well, I guess from uh, the, the thing I have to say about that, from East Coast to West Coast, like I moved in this place that has four four bathrooms, and an East Coast guy's like, "What the hell? Do you need a house that has four bathrooms? I don't even have four people, right?" But then you appreciate, <laughs> you know, multiple multiple floors. I'm like, "Okay, I'm here, mm -hmm. boom, and this and that." Like where I grew up in New York, we only had one, right? Well, we had two, but one got um, did away with, and then we brought it, we brought the plumbing back, but 14 room house, we're just like, yo, get the hell out. We got to go to work, this and that. So you don't see a lot of four bedroom houses or, or, or definitely not multiple bathroom apartments in New York. Yeah. So, I, I've never heard of yeah. multiple bathrooms, yeah. <laughs> but we get a great, great advice for, uh, for vitamin D for our East coast people. Right. I mean, the West coast, we, you know, just working out, just exercising outdoors does a lot for your vitamin D. I love being outside. Yeah. That's like my favorite, probably one of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. It's the scenery for me. It, that's something I'm going to miss for sure. Yeah, we, well, New York, two thirds of the population have low vitamin D. Yeah. Which is why they're on all these supplements, but, but. um. And they're like translucent. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah, I'm like pasty, dude. <laughs> You first met me, all right? I was so white, I put I could put fingerprints on chalk. You did. 
<laughs> you finally got some color to I'm you. Like, wait, Thank goodness. Oh, that's, so that's your black friend, right? <laughs> that's the white dude. That's what I was trying to tell my sister. <laughs> She's like, he's really half black. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. She goes, no. I'm like, yeah, dude. She goes, he's whiter than me. I'm that's like, true. Oh don't tell them that <laughs> no in this world of uh, um woke overcorrection, right yeah basically <laughs> you can't say boo on halloween jeez it's like yeah oh well my actually gosh, that's no. on our agenda too oh but, no way but we're having yeah. way too much fun to talk we're about talking about right poop now. yeah we're i know talking about poop we're talking we about talk vitamin things. d deficiencies yeah. <laughs> that's it but I that's important it. like Look, there are people who are vegans, right? Mm -hmm. And they, they're vegans are mindfully aware of their nutrition because they, they know they're, they're giving up something that has something that's good for them. So yeah. the reason why you see studies out there that show vegan lifestyles are more healthier than meat eaters lifestyles, because one, are the lurking variables. Mm -hmm. They, the, most, most vegans I know are doing yoga. Yeah. They're, they have an exercise lifestyle yeah. that goes with it. Right. So if you're going to do a study and you got this person doing yoga and exercising versus a meat eater sitting on his ass with greasy ass fries. Right. Yeah. Then the study, the study's not really telling you something. You know, the study will tell yeah. you something if you have someone that's a carnivore mm -hmm. and a similar uh, 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 has a similar lifestyle might be inconclusive, might mean nothing. But but I guess I'm just we're just trying to tell our audience, be, be very leery of something that just says studies show and you're not you're actually looking at the study. No, you're not looking you know? at the study, but also you mm -hmm. really got to focus on whatever route you're going to go, whether it be keto, whether it be a butter diet. If you are on that butter diet, you know what I mean? You need to do the research. You need to put in the work. That's all it is. If you want any type of lifestyle, you put in the work. Otherwise, you're not going to see results. And also, you're not going to be true to yourself with like following through. So the other thing is too, like if you are the type of person that does like doesn't like giving up control, right? Let's mm -hmm. say, you know, in the last two years, like a mistrust in medical professionals and doctors has gone up ex um, exponentially, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, for some of my friends that are like, I don't trust this person, I don't trust that person. But at the same time, you don't want to educate yourself. You don't want to read. You don't want to do your own research. You you really can't have it both ways and expect um, some kind of uh, um, good uh, good quality of life. Yeah. Never mind sanctity of life, just living, right? Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, and, that, and that's what I say. I don't. I will never look at someone that's done the research and came in with the research and only for me to say, are you a doctor? I would never do that because that's someone who did, made that made that active decision and educated himself. Yeah, but it's you know? like, um, you know how we tell the kids fire's bad? Like fire bad, fire bad. Well, just might burn you. Yeah. yeah, well, fire also creates warmth and light and that's, you know, how we lived in, or like in the beginnings of time when we've created fire, you know, or when it was there. But if you let it get out of control, then it's bad. Then it hurts. Right. Then you burn. Mm -hmm. Then things burn. So it's like you try to, you try to like, though that doctor doesn't know what he talks about. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Did you have multiple, many, many years, right. <laughs> decades of research, decades of schooling? Mm -hmm. Think about it. I'm like, okay. And they have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Nothing. No. no, you know, no clue what they're talking about. That's ridiculous. Okay, cool. I think also think that you have to know you can't just assume all doctors um, are really good at their job, right? I've known people that practice law well, for 20 yeah. years and they still suck. Um, so one, know who your doctor is Two, know uh, what their limitations are. 
like right now, like Governor Newsom uh, at some point was trying to pass a law, a bill saying that if you spoke out for ivermectin or or like uh, monoclonal antibodies or whatever, you you'd lose your license. So so what if you're a doctor and and you have like six thousand, you know, you have two thousand patients or whatever Mm -hmm. and and you're really just trying to do your job, but you are handed down mandates. And, yes. and requirements that are handed handed above you from the CDC and from other agencies that control whether you you can keep your license to practice right so so to, to ask someone if are you a doctor and you're not a doctor and at the same time uh, um, say you, you, you were supposed to have this trust system and, and and you're supposed to trust the science but at the same time you won't let scientists have a <laughs> yeah. conversation uh, is disingenuous <laughs> right? Sorry, you're like clearing my throat on that one. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you caught me because you're right. It's so crazy to me to think we are now being so silenced. Mm-hmm. Shh. That's what it is. Shh. Hush. Oh, I'm sorry. What what was that? No, no, no. But, but Shh. I- no. I'm sorry. But if I, no, I'm sorry. But if I can, no, no, no. You see this paper right here that says that I'm I, somebody. I, I just wanna... Shh, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Sit down. <laughs> Follow the rules. <laughs> ah, you can't even laugh. I'm sorry. You don't have control of your body. Oh, boom. I know. Yeah, Bye. that's it. I'm sorry. Follow the leader. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> that's what's happening. They're yeah. telling us to shit, sit down, shut the fuck up, and do as we're told. Yeah, and they wonder why. Mm-hmm. And when I say they, um, we we kind of get a sense on who we're talking about. We mean they. we mean anybody that is make uh, making you do something against your own will. That's anybody. Yes, yeah. of course. But you know who. Well, we have a general. <laughs> well, I have a general. No, but I have a general rule that states that says if someone's making you do something. It can't be all that all that good, right? Because if it's supposed to help you, you you you'd, vol- you'd voluntarily want to do it, right? I yeah. mean, well, look, there are ca- categories of people. They're just they're just anti everything. Yeah. And that's a very small category, and I'm not talking about that person, no. right? And there's this category of someone that says you're supposed to believe everything someone says, uh, and that believe it or not, that's a small category. They, they're they're made to believe that they're bigger than they are, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. um because they both. Um, have a voice that's loud enough that brushes against each other that creates opposition to the other 80% of people. Yeah. We could just bro science like a, a number. Yeah, we'll bro science a number. There you go. But um, yeah, so I guess what I was trying to say was that I trust doctors, to but it extent. has to make sense. Yeah. I trust studies, but they just, they have to make sense. I trust, you know, nutrition advice. But it has to make sense. I'm, I'm a volleyball coach, and volleyball coaches refer to studies all the time. But I, at the same time, I always warn other coaches, dude, this is your wheelhouse. The, the scientist here is you, mm-hmm. right? You've been coaching two decades. Mm-hmm. It's all trial um, by error. You find out what works, what doesn't. Yeah. And I remember I talked to Dane Blanton. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He says, so basically what you're saying is <laughs> just the, you throw crap against the wall and see what sticks. I said, yes. yes that's exactly <laughs> what you do. It's like parenting. What do you think science is? <laughs> you're like, oh shit, shouldn't drop the baby on the head again. No, like, gosh, like, like, what do you think? <laughs> it's basically a chunk. Whoa. And then like, hmm. Huh, you're falls, like, wow. Falls, if I... off, falls off the wall in... 
six seconds. Must it, must must repeat. It did. <laughs> yeah, must but. you're like, um, maybe I should eat a little bit more corn. Maybe it'll yeah. roll a little more. <laughs> but that's basically yeah. what it is. So what I think is, I'm a why girl. A what? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you drinking it like that? Isn't it better if you just take it out and drink it like that? Oh, that's that's how you. Oh, cool. I didn't know. Oh, why is the sky blue? You're telling me because of the space. I'm sorry. Space isn't really a color. Or wh- why the? Okay, perfect. Like fish breathe underwater. Okay. <laughs> like why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ask questions. I'm gonna ask tough questions. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to bring religion into this, but I asked why, and that's why I left religion yeah. because I was getting shot down. I was like, oh shoot. Okay, you're not even gonna tell me, and you don't even know why. Oh, come Shouldn't on. Shouldn't you be asking questions? But. Yeah. Here we are. You know what's weird about religion? Religion does require a lot of blind faith, it right? Really um, does. So let's fix your mic. See how my mic is turned oh, this way? Go like this. Yeah, like, like that. Like, here we go. Touch oh, it once. Nice. I'm breaking things. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, and now, now our volume's equal. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. But um, religion requires a lot of blind faith, um, and it requ- requires a lot of historical reference, too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... I guess the weird thing that those things have in common is that history is written by uh, whoever wins, right? Yeah. If religion won, they get to write it, right? <laughs> if science wins, um, they, get they get to write it. And yeah. science has a lot, uh, a big advantage because they get to test the theories present day with better technology to mm. prove if back then, you know, if the world was, you know, Christopher Columbus, hey, hey, crazy Chris, how's the old round world, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, so just just think, think about how powerful religion is through an ideology that gets repeated through fantastic stories, mm. right? Hmm. And think about sci- um, science, science understood, that's what I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, to me, science that's not understood, I call magic. <laughs> right? Magic <laughs> is science not yet understood. That's that's what that's what I feel. Uh, um, yeah, one has a Pepsi a Pepsi challenge, and and an atheist has every right to to not believe what he wants based on um, his critical thinking skills. Yeah. Right? And then you got people who are just as intellectual as athe- an atheist is, and maybe they're smart enough to know that okay, maybe it didn't go exactly how the Bible went down, but they're there is, there are some things that go beyond the scope of contra- comprehension that they've experienced in their life that make them true believers. Yeah. Maybe they're not zealots. Maybe they're not hardcore Christians. Maybe they're not hardcore Muslims. Um, and for me, as long as you ain't hurting nobody. <laughs> but that's, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the golden rule. <laughs> don't hurt nobody. You don't hurt me, I don't hurt you. We're yes. good. We're Gucci. Let's go. Yes. All right. Perfect. So, yeah, it's true. so I have a friend from Ghana named Seydou, right? Mm-hmm. And I have a friend from New York. Who, uh, uh, Kenny, uh, his name is Kenny. He's an agnostic, pretty much. He, he acknowledges a guy. He's just not, you know, a hardcore guy. And he'll go to church because his family goes to church, whatever. Yeah. But he said something really funny. He says, I'm glad religion exists. He says, so people like you don't go crazy and do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Seydou says in his African accent, he says, so Kenny, when has religion ever stopped that? No. <laughs> I was like, wow. No. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> when has religion ever stopped that? Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a double-edged true. sword, right? How many wars have started been started over religion? 
Yeah, but then you go into another question: How many wars have been <laughs> fought over, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, women? Right. So it's like you can go into multiple different mm-hmm. ways of it, but it's like it's the man, the the person, and mm-hmm. back in the day, it was the man, right, who created all of these. Right. So it's like, who's to say that if I flick you in the nose, it's bad? It's gonna hurt you. But I didn't. It's very temporary feeling, but guys. You know what I mean? But like, I didn't hurt you. Mm -hmm. Like, I hurt you, but I didn't like hurt you. Right. So, you know, that gray area right over there where you're just like, "Mm, I don't know. Can I get away with this? Yeah. And this guy was like, no, you can't. I'm sorry. God said, no, you can't flick people on the nose. So there's like, I feel like there's some gray area for the people here. And Mm -hmm. then there's no gray area for the people who are following and listening along. Right. And the reason why we, people who are Mm. non-professionals, because we're getting back to that question, people who are professionals, because in their experience, it has to make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, they have every right to not believe it. And that's another category, too, because now we're adding categories. But the problem I have is... Someone who's a professional saying this isn't even up for debate. This yeah. is not a discussion. It's disingenuous. Let's we're not even discussing this, right? Especially what happened the last two years. Oh my god. You know? Like I'll give you a great example. I got this this is Dana White. He's the UFC president, right? Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna pull up a video. Show me. Um I have on um I actually have on TikTok. And I hope it can catch this. So let's do that. And let's go away. Let's do that. Let's see if this pops up. And here we go. Are you are you surprised at the backlash that people don't even want to allow you to discuss options and pretreatment? It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's it's one of the craziest things that I've ever witnessed in my life. And you're, we're we're talking not talking about. Um, experimental drugs or things that you Watch this. stuff's been around and the guy the ivermectin the you're guy a doctor won, the guy won the nobel peace prize you're a doctor huh you're a doctor I'm no saying. but there's plenty hey? of doctors there you go. that do uh here he comes <laughs> i just asked a question are you a doctor no but i but i but i took them and they both work for me so why shouldn't i be able to take them again or other people no, no, come on, dive in. You, you want to know what's scary? But I could get some fucking pain pills quicker than I could get monoclonal antibodies. No, not maybe. That's a are you are you surprised? <laughs> My man, Dana. So, but that's just an example of a guy who's um says, look, it has to make sense now. For YouTube purposes or whatever, hey, the vaccine is effective and safe and, and, and you know, and helps fight, infe- you know, helps fight uh, a severe infection. So I'm citing that as a pretext that, that my opinions of Dana White and our opinions of Dana White do not reflect that. So did we, did we cover our bases on that? I feel like we did. All right, cool. Now, with that being said, um, I'm not saying that the drug he's talking about was the cure for mm. it or whatever, but that it was the the fact that it wasn't even a conversation and the fact that this this is a medication that got vilified uh, um when prior to it was listed on the on the the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines yeah 
It's a, you know, so, yeah. so you know, it was originally used for uh, um, um, parasit. It was an anti-parasitic, you know, and this and that, and um, and of course, it got translated to like for animals, right? Like, yeah, um, well, that was the narrative that was sold here in the United States. It was mm -hmm. it, it was just for horses, horse dewormers. Yeah, and, okay, that's And then next thing you know, CNN, it was like, oh, Joe Joe Rogan wants you to take horse pills, and but that's the myth, right? Now. If you're listening to a news station that has doctors on there saying this is this is not for humans, it's not for horses, take it right. You you're you're supposed to believe that person because that's yeah. a professional. Are you a doctor? No, then shut that shut the fuck up, right? Yeah. But the truth is, this medication is also used for horses. Where CNN sold it said, oh, it's sometimes used for humans. So you shift the the argument the other way. No. Yeah. No 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 no. It's originally used for humans. And it's but can also be used for animals that that was the truth and if you use the percentage of people who take this drug as humans and the percentage that's given to animals that's that's the percentage is skewed finding anyone google any any study you want you're not going to find one you're not going to find one single study out there that says this drug's used more for animals than human beings because that study doesn't exist yeah but doesn't isn't a lot of medication that's used for humans isn't it also in small doses used for animals well that's a bivalent booster right that was <laughs> I mean... no the bivalent boosters ate mice yeah so so we shouldn't have a problem taking drugs that were used on animals ate mice we're right now the the new booster out there right now mm -hmm. we're the experiment that was that was there there were no human test uh, uh trials we're Love we're life. the human trial we're the human trials yeah <laughs> god damn did i man did i did you know <laughs> God, man, this podcast is getting no shares, oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> no, I know, right? Here's the point I was trying to make. Uh, this drug won the Nobel Peace Prize mm -hmm. for for its for its its an, its original intention. It's and it's on the list of essential medicines. You have it in your essential. cabinet. So, uh, and I think that's what I was trying to talk about. Uh, we respect professionals. We we appreciate that they spent all this money to go to medical school and have loans that they're going to pay back by the time they turn 79, oh right? Gosh. We appreciate that someone goes through all that work because I, I don't think a lot of people become doctors just for the money. A lot of people become doctors because they want to help people. Mm -hmm. I you know mean, what I'm if saying? you ask a couple doctors, they're like, oh, my sister had cancer or, oh, you know, I had a family member mm -hmm. or like I just saw a need and I needed to help. And right. I, it's amazing. And then somebody wants to look into and th think that they can help with a few different studies. And I think that's incredible. They are amazing. Right. So, yeah. And that's the point I was trying to make. And I'm going to go on your. Is it keep doing it? Yeah, it fell on its own, but I got you. I'm like, I didn't touch it this it time. My, it's microphone head. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's like looking at my chest right now. It's oh like, woo. Yeah, they're looking at us right now. It's like I can never look at Jason and Liz the same way ever again. <laughs> mm. But I, I respect professionals. Like, take the law, for example. There are more people in law school right now than there are lawyers on the face of the earth. Because when people go to law school, they and they find something they love about the law, you know. Look, some people are in it for the money. There are some professionals that are. There are some professions where, upfront, you're not in it because you like it. You know, because you're gonna make money. Real estate. Yeah, that's true. Real estate. That's a that's a volleyball player's uh, fallback. That's that's what professionals do when they realize that this ain't a lot of money, right? Mm. Go, Eric Fonemawana. You want to go metal? Good for you. Go sell a house. You know. Um, 
So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah commission's I'm, great. I'm wound up today. I'm you wound are. up today, dude. You're not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, Liz, I'm I'm going to present a question because my boss, no, the only boss I acknowledge, Jason Olive from LAVBC, says, mm-hmm. my problem is I go too far with my mouth. He says, you're the kind of guy that, you're vying to get this mansion, right? And when you finally get the mansion, you're so angry that you did all that work to get there. You take a brick and you throw it through your own window. And yeah. He, and he, <laughs> I think, I think he's right. It hasn't stopped me from shut, shutting the fuck up now, but I'm just trying. Uh, um, but, and I think one of my challenges right now is sometimes keeping it real. And there's something more liberating and, and invigorating about just, telling everybody what's on your mind and what you really think of them sometimes i, I go too far sometimes it's not necessary no it's and he warned he, the dude warned me before i got in this podcast he says whatever you're doing in life and you know I, we both got a lot going on he says dude you're right there just be careful and and it's crazy because he said that right before we got in this podcast and what what have we done all of the first oh, 29 minutes sorry so talk to me a little bit about just, I mean, from you, just personal experiences, things you want to say, but there's things that you want. Um, bec- look, because it sounds like we're doing small talk, but I'm telling you, what we're talking about right now, there are people out there that are like, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to know if Liz feels differently or the same way about Jason, you know, or, or, or how, how it makes them feel about themselves. So got everyone listening, stay with us on this because this is super necessary because someone out there feels that way. It's true. It's true. Um, for you and me, I feel like we do keep it very real. And I don't shy away mm-hmm. from the nasties and the scaries of a right. conversation. I actually love looking at people's reaction. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. I'm like, why are you shocked? Mm-hmm. did i say something that really offended you or did you just think it offended you because you don't understand yeah Ooh. but then i feel like we're also just a dying species because everyone's so shh like i said earlier shh mm-hmm. oh my gosh no don't say that about me oh my gosh no but i'm a lady i'm a woman oh no i'm a man oh wait i'm by i'm like what is it fluid gender fluid and non-binary and and that's incredible that that's what you want to do and i'm not gonna dock that and if you want me to call you a horse i'll call you a horse i don't really care exactly you want me i mean (laughs) you want me to call you a duck i'll fucking quack with you babe like that's that's not a goose (laughs) (laughs) i'm already squeaking like a mouse let's go anybody well they're the furries and all of that they're putting litter boxes in no come on schools i you told me that yeah i did because there's a litter box in the Cool. Yeah. I'm like, what are what are we really teaching our kids right now? Like, you know, I, I go as far as that. Like, that's that's a lot. And I'm not, I'm not coming for anybody. Really, I'm not. I just don't know the thought process behind it. Why? I go back to it. Why? Tell mm. me why. So then I can understand. And mm. then we can talk shit together. So, you know, but I'm yeah. just, I don't understand. I don't understand how we got this far. How did we get this far? Okay. I think what you're trying to say is with all of the problems out there that seem so outrageous, why Smoke should anyone give two shits yes. about you having an extreme opinion on something? You just mentioned there was a kid in a class that that insisted on being having a litter box because they identify with being a cat. Yes. 
Yes. Right. Yes. You see the Bud Light, the Bud Light commercial, like the horse of the Clydesdale. Everybody was like, yes. I wonder if that horse identifies with being a male or a female. Oh but, my gosh. Yeah, but I no. But here's the problem. The Dave Chappelle said this best, and I'm bringing it back. Empathy is bisexual. It must work both ways. It does. So the class of people or whatever group that thinks they're marginalized, we, they're they're begging us to understand them. And I say us, meaning just the collective, not us, me and you. But at the same time, it's such a shock to people who perceive their behavior as normal. Um, we collectively owe it to ourselves to say they need a minute. Give them a minute. You, you know, we ain't got to do we ain't got time for this. No, now, now, now. No, you got to give them a minute, too. Because this is shocking to them, to them, because to them, this isn't normal. This isn't acceptable. This is um, weird. That's how they were taught. Right. So um, we I guess we have to have empathy for people who are trying to be more reach more to the middle. Right. Like, look, right now, everyone thinks what I'm, I said in the beginning was was extreme. This is a watered down version of, of the things I really wanted to say. You know, this is, yeah. if, you know, I mean, I'm being very careful. I'm treading. This is as careful. <laughs> I just well, honestly, we they trust you. And a lot of my guests don't know you, but the South Bay, uh, you know, I mean, I, we, I owe it to myself to have some 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 great human beings, interesting people, too. Oh. But the South Bay loves you because you have a sense of humor where we can all laugh together. Yeah. The jokes you tell are not designed to ridicule or unnerve or, or make someone feel bad about themselves no. and get laughs at that person's expense. And, and I guess that's the genius with some comedians, too, right? Like. The ones that survive are the ones that tell jokes where we can all laugh together. Yeah, because it's not about putting people down. It's about bringing people together and bring them up. That's mm -hmm. the whole mm -hmm. point of living, I feel like. What, why do it alone? We weren't made to be alone. Like, you, I'm not talking about in a relationship or a sexual sense because, God, I love sex. But the point is, it's like this conversation that we're having, mm -hmm. this communication, this this across the table yes. i'm looking at your eyes i'm looking at you. jason i you're my friend this is what i live for to help people to pick people up when they fall down but also i love to freaking laugh man i yeah. love it but i want to see you smile because mm -hmm. i think a smile can just it helps depression it, i mean it, it helps just it puts some like amazing thoughts in your head like mm. remember that time remember that time oh i'm so happy i just want to dance cool. I, I, and <laughs> i really go back to monday i'm just glad that we we can take monday night and feel like there was no time lost that was that was amazing it, like i just saw you the other day yeah Ooh. What did you sing? What did I? What did I? What did well, I, I sing? What did I, I sing X X and O's by Ellie. Yeah, Ooh. I sang um, Fleetwood Mac. You did. Um, Gold Dust Woman, right? Yes, you did. Did she make you cry? Make you break down? Everyone Shout was up singing. Love. Um, Everyone was up. Yeah, and I I guess that leads to the one of the bigger topics we wanted to discuss, and I think we're having a good time. And I hope, you, I hope everyone listens having a good time too. We we we're, we're it's 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 just a blast. But I'll give you an example of how this is a watered down version of me, right? Go for it. Um, I reached out to a um um a porn star, Abella Danger, oh, right nice. on Twitter or whatever, yes. and this and that, and she DM'd me back, was interested in coming on the podcast. Tell me more about the podcast, and I said. To myself, there's no freak. What's going on in my life right now? Where I'm supposed to be on the front door with 
other things in my life. Um, You know, the new show Undivided, I want to talk about later. Uh, um, Coaching juniors, this and that. There's a part of me that's, 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 that's off the grid when it comes to political correctness, but that's gone way too far. There's no yeah. freaking way I could have that woman on my no, podcast you can't. right now. No. And it's I mean you could. But it's but you <laughs> No, but the subject matter. <laughs> uh, for me the the whole purpose of the podcast is to use sports entertainment, health and wellness and current events to actually not provide people with information tell them what to do but no to throw to take some of these things and throw the question out there yeah it's a conversation and hopefully starter. me and my guest and the audience listening we can all answer them together not that even includes, an- but that includes sex too yeah but we yeah, also you know? don't but that was the reason answer the question no but that was the reason why yeah. i was interested because that that's in its own genre and in its own thing something that's a lot of people in America are not comfortable talking about. We can talk about violence all day, right? Let's talk about sex, baby. Yeah. Let's no, but, talk but, about... But you know what I'm saying? A violent movie? The, yes. passion, the passion of the Christ? You know, about Je- Jesus getting his behind? Well, we could talk about the violent content of that, and that's okay. We can also you know, talk about Jesus isn't white. <laughs> yeah. You ever saw the movie Snatch, right? Yes. I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time, extremely violent, yes, right? Uh, um, Forrest Gump, right? The Vietnam oh. scene when the guy lost both his legs. Yes. That's, I mean, these things are okay, uh, not not completely okay, but more. Oh, no. But it's but, out there. But you mentioned SEX, and everybody's like, "You're provocative, and you're losing your mind." And 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 the reason why some of these movies are so popular is because they have one or two things. You can't name me a movie, a good movie. That that is not included, but not limited. That is included. That doesn't have. That doesn't include, but not be limited to having sex or violence, or both. Or both. Yeah. That's For the us, best. Gump was as clean as it got, and that had violence, right? Shawshank Redemption, one of the best movies of all time, that had violence. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, American Beauty, sex and violence, mm-hmm. right? And when that was. Did you see that movie, Kevin Spacey? Oh, my freaking God. He won Best Actor for that. Yes, he did. So, um, all right. Skipping the porn star right now. Here's the question. Do we, does woke woke culture and cancel culture, which some people consider different things, um, does it have an overcorrection problem? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. And that's not putting down what woke and cancel culture have done because you know but it's like to cancel someone you're canceling someone's career their life yes i understand why and like the brought of life uh light to like a couple of actors that i had no like that i followed since i was young that i watched that 70s show with what's his name? Oh my gosh! Um, and then he was on the ranch with Ashton Kutcher, and he was into um, child pornography. Like I yeah. watched this. I had no idea. And then cancel console, uh, cancel culture. He's gone, you know. Yeah. And then we have the woke side. And I do. You know what? Wow. I, you know. Sorry, I'm looking up something at the same time you're talking. No, fact, you're fine. I'll give, I'll give but you it's the like camera. woke and 
and cancel i feel like they are like very different because if you're woke you're understanding something if you're woke you're fighting for something that needs to be heard you're you're having this huge voice and this huge platform and you're spreading awareness and you're opening minds all around you like your kids um elderly i mean or shit am i saying the wrong thing elder i don't even know anymore but like it's it's so different and I feel like that's amazing but then it also can be kind of like shoving things down my throat where I'm like oh okay (laughs) was not ready for that like can you warn me before I get deep throated like seriously oh my god hey hey yeah seriously (laughs) and cancel culture cancel culture as well right where I'm just like what did you hear the that side did you just hear something like a he said she said moment or mm. they said them said moment like honestly like what well, where where do you stop well first let's see before we go with go with that let's mm. let's have a foundation the first question is um is wokeism and cancel culture the same thing right so I haven't. I, I looked up this Australian outlet that had a pretty good interpretation on why they felt it was the same thing. I'm just going to read it for the audience, okay? Um, according to Australia Unwrapped, right? Wokeism and cancel culture are the same thing because they both focus on removing things from the media uh, or from media that are deemed offensive or harmful. But they do so in different ways, all right? So I see the commonality, but here's why I'd like to start with my definition. If we agree, we can move on. If we disagree, let's stay with it. Okay. Okay. I think the the big difference between wokeism and cancel culture, wokeism is a consciousness of what people think is right or wrong. And cancel culture is the action of of whatever so how are we doing so far oh so good yes i think you said that beautifully so we can go so we can go from there we can go from there all right so the question as whether there's an overcorrection do they have an overcorrection problem the answer is unequivocally yes absolutely we we can go back and forth and share probably 10 instances five apiece my turn your time my turn and 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 we get to 10 wow we got there so fast sure we don't want to do, sure we don't want to do 20 so so i'll give you one example there was a guy um a news anchor that that used the term fascism on nizzle right and he, he it was cute right and it's cute and we're listening to it but, but fascism my nigga my, my nizzle is black slang uh for for sure my nigga yeah right and the n-word i guess i gotta delete this part on on the edit but but i'm black so y'all could kiss my behind too Mm. but um so what happened was he didn't know he was advised of that he apologized the next day and the day after that he got fired and i'm like is this guy racist no is he bigoted no was he racially insensitive question of fact maybe Uh, um did he say something stupid I, I, my personal opinion, no. But in this culture, yes. Now, the ultimate question. Should he have lost his job? No, I don't think so. Should he have lost his job? He deserved to lose his... Are you crazy? Are these people crazy? He he deserved to lose his job? Mm-mm. What? You it's know? Ridiculous. And I'm going to give you the floor, but I want to finish by saying this. I'm not anti-woke. I'm not anti-cancel culture because the creation and what it's become has helped people not get bullied. It's helped a marginalized class, us us understand 
uh, that that there are people out there that that you know what I'm saying some of you guys you take the elevator to the penthouse but guess what you see them down there you're not pushing lobby right mm. that's real you're just not doing that and people think that we push the lobby for everybody and that's not true so that's the best metaphor on how to describe that mm -hmm. and wokeism was a hijacked reference anyway it was originally a black reference yeah all the way back from the 1930s when um when black people were like watch out for white people who smile on your face and pretend to be your friend but to put a knife but use the n-word and put a knife in your back mm -hmm. so um, so that's been hijacked in the 2010s. History, this is a history lesson by, um, to apply to other marginalized groups, you know, because that's what happens. They, they take something where black people went their rights and all of a sudden it's everybody else's rights that catch up and pass them. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the floor, but I wanted to finish by saying that my argument is not that, they sh that it shouldn't exist. My argument is that don't go buck wild. What you going buck wild for? Why Why does everybody have to be fired? Why is it the same death sentence? Why is Why is the person that has a who who was caught speeding get the same penalty as someone who committed murder? The floor is yours. Yes, people are getting really trigger happy. Like, think about it. they are. Uh -oh. You're just go. like <laughs> like oh this power. Ooh this gun in between my hands like this is what's happening it's it's becoming this 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 shotgun effect where you're just like haha don't like you boom don't like you boom don't like you boom i didn't oh did you say did you mean to say that? oh no don't, i don't care boom you're done wow. you're cut i'm sorry that's how i feel like if if we don't talk about things and uh and cancel culture and wokeism isn't brought together where okay before you we mentioned canceled, let me interrupt someone, you you mentioned yeah. the power dynamic that oh gosh comes it with is it. yes talk let's talk talk to me a little yes. bit about that because i didn't want you to no that's no. not something worth skating past no it's not it's it's a it's like oh gosh game of thrones y'all are fighting <laughs> for this this iron throne but do you know how that iron throne was made you really want a voice that bad and you want to be heard so bad that you're going to ruin people's lives over saying something that they didn't understand that they were saying? Teach them. Educate them. Give them that, that woke mentality of, hey, I am so sorry. I really am. I shouldn't have said that. I understand what it means now. I'm not going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me once or whatever. Fool yeah. me once. Okay. But then once you're once they're once they do it again, then we can go into like, oh, you're fucking cut. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, uh, like, you know what I mean? It's like, OK, we'll give you a chance. Mm -hmm. What happened with giving? I mean, you <laughs> think of T-ball right now Yeah. that all the kids are getting participation and no one's winning. No one's losing. They're just going, 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 going. When did this now all of a sudden switch to, oh, no, now you lose and you lose and the crimes don't match the, the crimes that it just doesn't match the punishment. Yeah, that's an overcorrection. Oh, God, you just, it you is. Just gave, but you gave not only did you give a, a good example of because it's we're just we're just sounding like two people talking shit here. But <laughs> but what you do, what you've done unwittingly or not was was create this great example of overcorrection, but not just the nuts, but. Also add to the dynamic and remind everybody that there is a power dynamic in wokeism. Uh, yes. All right. Um, another example, Liam Neeson. Great oh. actor. Don't we, don't we love that guy? I will find you and I will kill you. Come on. That's, I have a look, set of skills. Yes. <laughs> 
that's the line. But the, I mean, look, he's been in a lot of great movies, but we all, we all know what his through line to, that defined his career. That when he's long gone and and our, our kids are learning about him, I have a particular set of skills. I have a particular yes, set and of I skills, will, and I will find says, you. You returned her, and we'll, we we can forget about the whole thing or something crazy like that, right? <laughs> oh, and the other guy's like, "Good luck," and he goes. Yes. So Liam Neeson. In 1979, had a, his, one of his significant others, I don't know if it was a spouse or a relative, that was murdered in England by black people. And he had he expressed dark thoughts. Like, I just want to go out there and shoot two or three black people. All right? Now, this is 1979. Oh. Right? He was honest. Um, let's enter the present. And this was an interview, interview two years ago, but that qualifies as the present. Right? So enter the present where he was candid about that conversation and how he felt back then. They went after him too. And I'm like, one, look, who you are in 1979 and who you are now are two different things. Mm -hmm. you, you, you can't, but that's, but this is my second example of um, cancel culture overcorrection. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to take someone's worst moments. And I said this on a previous podcast. It's very easy to take someone's worst moments, right? You got one, you got two, maybe, maybe you got three. Take all the good moments. Take them all out, throw them out, just isolate those three worst moments and say that's who you are today. Those yeah. worst moments that you that happened could be five years ago, could be 10 years ago. In his case, almost 40. Yeah. It's... 40 years ago, right? Uh, um, I'm not sure of the date, but it was, uh, I mean, we both can see it was decades ago. But you you take this dynamic, right? And then you throw out all the other things and say that's who you are. That's an that's another uh, bad example uh, of wokeism slash cancel culture mm -hmm. overcorrection. Yes, overcorrection. How about ask him how do you feel about that now? And maybe he tells you that's who I was then. That's who I'm not now. Yeah, or I feel ashamed. How do we? On how do we feelings. know you're not that person, right? But yeah. how do we know you're not that person? Because if you look at my pattern, from from that person to what I've become, you will see I'm not that person now. Mm -hmm. And that's where the correction should lie, in people's level of thinking. Yeah. Well, didn't you hear about Kevin Hart? How something he said years ago. Yeah. He apologized. Educate our audience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he apologized <laughs> then and there about I. I don't, maybe we can pull he, up. He had what a comedy you, what routine about gay people. Like, yes. I wouldn't want my kids to be gay or something like that. Yes. Like 2008 or something. Something like that. So he apologized after that. Mm -hmm. After it was a huge, huge deal. Yeah. Now, years later, in the present time, they're making him apologize over again. He's like, no, I've already apologized. I good, apologized good, good then and I've moved past it. Mm -hmm. And here I am now. Are you seriously having me re-apologize from the past mm -hmm. when comedy was a different story back then? I mean, Death Con, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what am I thinking of right now? You know what I'm talking about, Death Con, uh, yeah, yes, um, Death Jam comedy. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was the 90s, but yeah. Yes, but you know what I mean? Even from there to 2008 to 2023, the differences in the comedy, because I will listen, if I'm going for a long ride, I'll put on some like Kevin Smith and stuff and then older, older recordings will come on and I'm just like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, I'm not offended. I'm just shocked and 
God, I miss being shocked like that. It gives, makes me feel alive. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that they were saying back then, and I'm just like, oh, wow, we cannot even say Isn't this. Isn't that upsetting, though, how it they did is. Kevin Hart? I'm using the word they again. All right, Hollywood. That, uh, if, you, if, you, if everyone just keeps asking me who they is, we're going to name them by name in this podcast. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. The same Hollywood that saw the commercials he was doing before the Academy Awards, the same Hollywood that saw him do movies with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, nothing to say about his comedy then, right? The same Hollywood that saw him do guest appearances on night shows and this mm-hmm. and that and talk to people. Mm-hmm. And for this from when that happened in 2007 2008 all the way to the present when they were considering him hosting the academy awards not a peep then all of a sudden when he's being considered at this uh, the this 11th hour thing says comes up you you said this you should apologize i already did or you should you should talk about it more and it's like i don't want to talk about it more you know and that's insane yeah um yeah no, and, and it's. <laughs> I mean, what do we say? Right? What do you even say? You, yeah. you, I mean, you just take a moment, a moment of silence mm. <laughs> for the tragedy. I mean, you don't. You move past. What do you do if you skin your knee? Right. You get up, you dust off, you fix it up, and then you move on with your life. You're not going to hold a grudge over the freaking pavement well, for 20 years. I also think. Since comedians are our last bastion of hope for free speech, you you have to allow them to work. You have to allow. I I talked to your. I talked to your uh, Drew about this. Drew Cannon. We uh, that episode we did together. We said you got to let artists work. I use the word artist because actors, comedians, and you have to allow scripts to be bad. You have to allow scripts to be good, and you have to see what's entertaining, what's interesting, and at the same time not inspiring, inspiring others to do harm. Right? Like Kevin, Kevin Hart. Not the best. That wasn't the best bit in the world, but it didn't inspire anyone to hurt anybody to commit crimes. <laughs> no. Fauci, Fauci did that more than he did. But um, so I'll give you another example, like Dave Chappelle, right? Oh. Uh, or Chris Rock. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we'll tell gay jokes, but they say it in a way where it's not demeaning. It's not making someone feel like less of a person or superior or inferior, mm-hmm. uh, where everyone can uh, laugh together. Mm-hmm. Now Chappelle went a little bit more more hard in the paint than Chris Rock did, and, yeah. and that but that came from his friend um, killing herself. Ugh. You know, um, if you knew that story, yes, about I do Daphne. a little bit. Yes, yeah, I've heard something about that. I didn't really look into it, to be honest. Yeah. Well, since we're here for a bit, yeah. Daphne, um, educating our audience for people who skip Chappelle because woke culture told you to, uh, that it wasn't good. Um, Daphne was a transgender person that was interested in comedy he did a performance in san francisco and um this person was just up front laughing and actually telling jokes in between and dave kind of ignored some but listened to some and this and that and then went to dinner and she wound up at dinner and they they had such a conversation and dave and this woman had everyone at the table just laughing and dave says you know what why don't you open up for me on one of my performances, you'd be my opening act or whatever. And she's like, oh my God, this and that. So she went to the opening act and she dressed up to the T and she was terrible. <laughs> and, you, and you couldn't get her off the stage soon enough. She was absolutely bad. But what she did was, I don't know if she got a ticket or whatever, she sat her behind in the front row when Dave was up next. And Dave was joking about it. I had a lot of cleaning up to do, you know, <laughs> you know, to, to bring my audience back, right? And the whole time she's telling jokes with Dave and the audience starts laughing 
and then the, and and they're so engaged and they have this dialogue in and out of his his comedy bit that at the end he's like ladies and gentlemen daphne and everyone gave a round of applause for daphne you know, um, I love the way Dave Chappelle said it. He says, I tried to pretend nothing bad happened, but but if you saw that performance, something bad happened, you know, and he's teasing her. But at the same time, everyone's laughing. Yeah. Uh, um, so what happened was he had something. He teased the transgender community a little bit and Twitter went after him and Daphne defended him saying, look, because um, everyone was like, oh, why is this guy punching down? Why are you punching down? And he's like, he doesn't punch down. He punches lines. You know, and, and he's an artist at his craft. So when Daphne defended him, the transgender community went after um, him or her. I'll just say them. Um, and just went, I mean, just raked her through the coals on social network. And then six days later, Daphne killed herself. You know? and So they went after their own? Yeah. Is that, is that what we're doing now? And that's what, that and that's, why when he did killing me it was not killing me killing me softly was kind of started it but the closer is the one that closed it he closed he really um yeah and that was his argument that this is supposed to be when you're one of your own and you do one of your own like this you know and he's like first of all she's not one of your own she's a comedian she's one of my own it's not part of my family thank god she's not Maybe part of your emotional. family that's you know yeah that's just like i'll give you an example of a joke like he said, um, that some people wouldn't find funny. He says, um, the whole time she uh, Daphne identified with being um, a woman, but the way she killed herself is she jumped like off a six floor building. And he says, I was disappointed. He says, but you can't identify with a woman and do man shit like that. He says, only a man would do, would think, <laughs> would do, yeah, would do some crazy shit like that, right? And people, some people in the crowd laughed and some people were like, and then can he I said, love? and he says, as bad as that joke was, I will, I can only say this. Daphne would have loved that joke. And I'm about, I'm about to, I'm about to cry now. He yeah, said, I'm getting he emotional. He says, that's why, that's why she was my friend. And that's what he and said. And that's why yeah. she was his He went own. scorched earth on not the transgender community as a whole, but people who were hellbent on overcorrection. On overcorrection. It is funny to say Caitlyn Jenner, his first year as a woman, gets Time Magazine's Woman of the Year. That is hilarious. <laughs> Transgender people will laugh at that. Gay people will laugh at that. Straight people will laugh at that. He beat every bitch in Detroit. He's better than all of y'all. <laughs> his first, think about it, how funny that is. His I, first year as a woman, he was woman wins of woman of the year. <laughs> and they took away his yeah. medals. I, well, yeah. Bruce's medals. Well, David promised not to tell any more jokes in that fashion until there's a day where we can all laugh together. I really... He says, I'm, I'm, I'm hope done. Hope I get to live to see yeah. that. Yeah. And that's... But yeah, that's... Oh, my god. But isn't that the goal? It is the goal. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. I don't want to say something and then accidentally get canceled right now. Like... I, I is this, it the is I at this, this rate? Well, hour. shit. Well, we already you know we already I'm, punched everybody who, in the eye. Is this so, scene hot? Go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Okay. Say we it. used to we mm. used to laugh together, and then there were sensitive people who mm -hmm. took it too far, and they absolutely they bashed and they took it to an extremist way of canceling 
And then I feel like the umbrella of canceling throughout history is now this softer form. But even this softer form is overcorrecting, like you said. You said it so beautifully. I have to keep going with that. But the overcorrection is silencing everyone. We are silenced. We can't laugh together. We can't cry together. We can't be sad about something if we grew up with a certain thing and then they take they take it away from us. They take it away from us. What what do we do then? What do we do then? Oh no, I can't I can't. I can't even look at the pudding because it is made by somebody who hates Jews and we cancel them and I can't eat I cannot eat it and yes oh my gosh like I will fight with you guys on that and I will be there and I will march and I will understand why I I, will be there for you guys and hold hands and we got this but it's sad and I can't be sad about it for two seconds we as we as human beings um it is in our nature to want to tease or I won't use the word ridicule. I'm I'm trying I'm going somewhere with this. So it is in our in our in our nature to overexamine things that look by appearance or behave by in um by action that are different from our, us. Yeah. Right? I was um a kid with very white pigmentation and white hair. I was teased by, you know, black people. I was called an albino. And, and and they thought it was funny, right? I've been called, well, I've been, amongst other things that, that um, you know, white nigger, wigger, Oreo cookie, zebra, all of these things that everybody can say, wow, I feel the same way. Let's get together and tease this person and we feel better about ourselves. That's human nature. And I, I, it's flawed and it's wrongheaded in, in many ways. Um, and the reason why wokeism was created and has always existed, because some people think cancel culture doesn't exist. They think it's this made up thing, and it's, and it's yeah, it's crazy. That's like saying that's like saying the Holocaust never happened. But um, yeah, um, um, but we as humans tend to do that. But the difference is how bad. What le- at what level do you do it? Is it something where someone says something and and you want to see they, how they reciprocate. Do they keep it to themselves? They don't say that no more. If they like, you know, screw you too. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> your big toe's ugly. You know, then then you're in a situation and you're in a, in a relationship with that person where you can laugh at things together. You, yeah. You, uh, so it's really about instead of just doing this, right, and jabbing this and this and this and this, see how the uh, reciprocation works. And... When we go there, we, we can laugh together. Because what wokeism and cancel culture has created are personalities that only identify with being a hammer. And if you identify with being a hammer, you're only going to be looking for things to nail. Yep. You're only, where's my camera? You're only, you're only, you're only going to be looking for things to nail. It's if you only identify with being a hammer. Right. And there is no reciprocative nature with a hammer and a nail. I'm the hammer. You're the nail. You get nail. There is no seeing how the nail reacts or feels uh, about that. That makes it okay to nail the nail it even deeper or further or this and that. So um, there's an overcorrection that originally came from a noble place. You don't want to hurt that person. You don't want that person growing up of feeling inferior and, and, and feeling ashamed about how they look and and this and that. But wow wow have we have we gone off the deep end 
mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I think the day laughter died was really around 1993, and then the rest of the world caught up in 2008. Yeah. You know, uh, um, you know, like Robin Harris had like a big, a fat guy like in the crowd. He's like, he's like, man, you got a weight problem. Can't wait to eat, you know? And yeah. and, and he laughed, and they laughed, and, and Robin left it at that. You know, he said the reaction, the guy took it well. Yeah, the crowd, then, the crowd took it well enough, and he moved on to to like other things because comedians need to experiment. Eddie Murphy, delirious, uh, uh, was. I mean, these days would be considered homophobic. What he really, said about yes, about gay people, yes. right? Uh, um, yeah, right. He's like, oh, fa- he's like, faggots ain't allowed to look at my ass while I'm on while I'm on stage. <laughs> That's why I keep moving around. I don't know where the faggot section is, you know. So, so yeah. it's one of those things where it offends a lot of gay people, but there are gay people in the crowd that were just like, they were laughing. They're just like we're right here. Yeah, we're right here. <laughs> and you're baby. wearing and you're wearing them tight pants, and I yeah. and I got my eyes on you. Wearing tight, what was it? Black was it, leather. Well, was black, black and uh, raw was red. Yes. In Madison Square Garden, he's at Eddie yes. Murphy Raw, and it was red. And everything hugged his butt. Oh. Hugged the booty, right? And Eddie Murphy had, dude, Eddie Murphy. Oh, I the, love Come this. on. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's butt made everybody question their own sexuality. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> and Mr. Teague, right? Oh, my God. I love Hey, boy, that. look mighty good in them jeans. <laughs> That's what he said. He was doing a Mr. T impersonation. Yes, I know. Hmm. <laughs> ah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back real go quick. Go ahead. Okay. Have you read the book, The Giver? The what? The Giver. No. Have you seen the movie, The Giver? No. Brief our audience on it first before we go. Okay. So in this book and in this movie... It is about a place that is basically a genetic um, monitoring and like this lifestyle that scientists have created away from the normal world. So the people there are born, live, and die in only this circle of what they know. There was different communities. There were different, like their families, the mom and the dad, let's just say, they don't, they don't re, they don't, how do I explain this? So they had mothers yeah. that would give birth. And then a family, when it's their time, a mom and a dad, they would be given to that family unit, now their family unit. They didn't see color at all. Okay. Then no color. You don't see color. You know how sometimes you think like, oh, people see in color. No, these people literally took medicine every day before they walked outside. They pricked themselves. They don't see color. They don't have any emotions. They're Other, a program that way. They are programmed that okay, way. Okay, That's human beings. Mm-hmm. And just saying that, like I'm not going to give too much away. Watch the movie. Read the book first. Don't be that person. Read the ever-loving book first. It's called The Giver. It's called The Giver. Yeah. Who's, yes. Do you know who wrote it? Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to look that up really quick. I'm gonna look it up and then Good. we're gonna. We're so gonna... while you're looking for that, oh. I wanted to talk about like what we were programmed to do, right? Like, oh, yeah, but for this example, is what we're living in. This no, but is for where example, we're going. it's made me so hypersensitive. I'm cursing out Siri. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm cursing out Siri. Like I'm in my car and I'm like, right? Um, and and you tell your car to to call someone or whatever, right? So in my car, I'm like, please call Priyanka. And and in my mind, I think Siri's saying calling Priyanka mobile and I'm like fuck you <laughs> just do your fucking job you know don't don't talk to me like that so it's made me even examine 
uh, something that's not even a person. I'm, even I think Siri got an attitude. Siri does. Some days I think she's nice calling Priyanka, right? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, Thank should you. I do like the Aussie accent? Yeah. No, you gotta go back in yeah. your throat. You gotta get really in there. So do you? No, do you I, find who I, it was? my phone's who gonna die right now. Right, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to grab it up. Right. But no. Oh my gosh. So I actually took off the woman Siri and I made it a man from Ireland and he's pissing me off more than she The Irish one? Yes. He is pissing me off so much. I'm yeah. like, you're a man. You don't tell me what to do. I'll turn left if I want to turn left. I'm like I so mad. You, we could do a whole comedy bit oh gosh. on Siri. Oh gosh. It's called Siri is a bitch. Siri is a bitch. So, I, they say it's not nice. So check it out. So when I first realized Siri exists, right? And you, you know, you move to California, you need the map for everywhere you go. Like now I, I know where things are. I don't need a map. I could just join, get in my car, drive to Irvine, this and that. Yes. Or, or, or you know, Anaheim. Um, but when you first no, get to know Siri. Lewis Laurie? Lois, Lois Lowry. Lois Got you. Lowry. Got you. Lowry. Perfect. Lowry. We're going to do that. Lois Lowry, people, where is that? There it is. Lois Lowry. You can't see it. It's a white no. screen. But um, so what happens is you put, your your phone like on the car mm -hmm. and then but you at the same time you have siri telling you where to turn yeah stop here please turn left turn left right so she's stressing me the fuck out turn left stop pull here uh, i i'm like i didn't know i could turn her off right so i tried the london accent whoa too 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 stiff lipped and it was worse right and the whole time i used to do something called an ice cream run so i drive from new uh, hermosa beach to santa monica but if you do the map, the map wants you to take the 405, because which is the fifth ring of hell, right? Yes. For everyone not 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 yes. living in California, New Yorkers, whatever, it's the the 405 is the fifth ring of hell. Yes. It's, it's like Greenwich, Connecticut. It is. But um, the most disgusting. But way. so I'm I'm trying to find ways, you know, local roads. If, if I'm going to be stuck in traffic, down. yes, PCH to Lincoln, yes. all the way to Wilshire. That was Tasty Delight, the ice cream place, the New York-based ice cream place, yes. which doesn't exist anymore. So the whole time, she's telling me, turn here, turn here. And I'm like, I just want to go here, you know. And, 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 but at the same and I don't want to get lost. Can I just go this way? So some, sometimes I get a little lost, but then, then I listen to her, and she makes me turn around, go all the way back to going the 405. So I'm like, I got to find a way to shut this girl up. So Did you find out? I, well, before I found out, I, I turned her to Australian accent. <laughs> and she it. goes, 10 left on Artesia. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> turn left. <laughs> and she says, the 405 is on your next right. And I'm like, yes, it is. All right. I'll stay in traffic, baby, for you. <laughs> Yes, you know, yes, in a half a mile, you know, exit 10 or is, no, in a half a mile, exit 10 is right here. In a half a mile. It's right here. Yeah. And I'm just like. Ooh, I'm so excited for that you know, half a mile. Someone cuts me off, beep, they're like, asshole. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. You're just waving. Be nice. Dude, be nice. <laughs> Everything's all right, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna go throw some shrimps on the body. <laughs> I mean, what else do you do at that point? You're happy. You're, you're cruising. This girl got me on the 405 because in my mind, I thought I was visiting Halle Berry. I ain't, I'm not going for ice cream no more. I'm 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 meeting up with a hottie, right? Yeah. 
And then finally, I had to save me from myself. The, the function where there's no voice at all. Thank you for the maps, you know, for Google Maps or whatever. So she don't talk to me no more. And my friend, my, my friend Priyanka, who just moved here, mm-hmm. right now is going through the same progression and I can't stop laughing. I'm like, she doesn't know how to turn it off. And I'm like, should I just tell her or should I just let her have her fun or whatever? Or will she change accents or will she just continue to be a nerd? She doesn't like drive. <laughs> New Yorkers don't like to drive. So she all, she right? she don't yeah, yeah she don't like you, to drive. You've dude. told me for years. You're yeah. like I hate driving, yeah. and you just go back to your like back in the day. But <laughs> tell me all your stories. And it's crazy because I'm glad we could turn this into a satirical thing, but it is, an, it is a testament to how hypersensitive we are due to overcorrection. Oh. We're so hypersensitive. And we think we think series. We think something that's not even a person is a bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh, have you seen you've seen the movie with Joaquin Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Her. Yes. There you go. Oh, her. Her. Yeah, that was great. I mean, what a great movie. Joaquin Phoenix. It's uh, called what? Tell the audience, whatever. Her. H E R. Not no. like the singer, okay? No. This is a movie. It's. Yes. It'll make you so uncomfortable. I it'll talk, make you but, so uncomfortable you know what's gonna happen like i keep talking back to siri because now i feel I like i have to talk last right and <laughs> and thank god siri is at least the, the one person we, where you get to talk last but in going. my mind in my mind i think siri desperately wants to talk in my mind i think siri really wants think to so? talk last no have you seen yeah you i'm like about... please call liz you like, calling liz mobile and i just say fine and then when i say fine it's really quiet like you I thought she's gonna be you like, what do you mean me. fine? What do you mean fine? You asked me to call her. You didn't have to get on your fingers and you didn't have to pick up your phone. You just said, call Liz. Bitch, watch yourself. I would be the best Siri. I would. I'd be like, excuse uh, the fuck out of me. Oh, I'm like, man. do you not want to call this person? No, forget it. Hang there up. was that commercial. Good luck. Yeah. Hey, honey, your in-laws are in town, right? And then oh, he backs yeah. out. Hey, honey, where the poop are you going? <laughs> that was a I message from a person. It. Yes, because so. it's reading the messages. Oh, yeah. man, Siri is the best. Yeah. I love my man, Siri, because... Mm-hmm. I really hate being told what to do, <laughs> what to do, where to go, what to say. Oh, gag me. Seriously, not in the good way. It's it's terrible. And it's... we follow blindly. Turn left, turn right. And now, I, okay, here's the thing. I'm talking so much shit, but I cannot get in my car without turning no. on mouse. I can't. And I've lived here my entire life. Not here, here. But, but you still do the map with a voice? I, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I do, but it's like almost like I really want to get angry. Oh, it's just making me feisty. It's like it's the edge of the day. It really oh. puts me on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get angry. Goodness. I'm gonna get All frustrated. Right. Cool. I'm gonna get mad. Isn't that great? That yeah. is, yeah. Well, I guess since we've explored and we have we gone this far, uh, here's the question, and I want to leave the question out there because I'm because right, yeah. our, maybe our audience can help us answer some of these questions together. Do we let this overcorrection run its course with a shitload of collateral damage um, and see if it's like a wound that runs its course, you know, um, or is there a, a cure? Is there a medicine? I'm just going to do it like a little live thing. Uh, but sorry, go ahead. I'm doing Instagram live. Let's do it. Just have a little fun. But I guess that's a question I want to leave out there. But let's us, let us pretend to come up with an answer and see if our answer is wrong and have people correct on that. Okay. Oh, sorry, everybody else. I'm sorry. Okay, we're going to do this. Yeah, just whatever. Just Now we're going to let it run for like a few minutes as a hook. 
So the qu- I'll ask the question again since we're doing another live. We're doing a second live. Um, mm-hmm. Cancel culture, wokeism, overcorrection. Mm-hmm. Um, do we let it run its course? Sorry. No, do we let it? Do we let it? Do we let it run its course, or do we? Or is there a solution to it? Oh, it's I. I oh. mm. In my way of thinking of cancel culture to the extreme that it has gotten not for what it stands for so just in the extremeness i feel like we got to find some antibiotic to get rid of this gonorrhea oh god no more drugs i'm sorry i honestly feel like we have to we have to soothe the savage beast somehow so what are we going to do we have wokeism we have cancel culture what is going to be the next thing that we have what is our third party my outsider third party that's going to be like whoa whoa whoa. hey Mm -hmm. hang on there buddy it's okay it's i see you i see you but what do we what do we do now how how can how can we go from here you have to just almost get them a therapist it's like they need they need couples therapy, wokeism, and cancel culture. They need to sit together. They need to talk because therapy is good. Therapy is good. I think we should do a therapy session, like a little, like a cute little therapy session, like where they're they're in the same room together, and they're like, okay, so you're gonna you're gonna do this, but we need to tell everybody why you're doing this. So there's wokeism. There's cancel culture. Let's let's get the two together, and they need to be best friends. And like some people do think that they already like that, but no, one's doing one, one's doing the other. Right. But they need to come together and explain why things are happening, or to stop the extreme measures from happening, and work out a different solution, work out a different problem. You know, but there's a power dynamic right now. Oh gosh. That doesn't want to see that happen, right? I'll yeah. give you an example. Rumble, right? Yes. Rumble to um i have a lot of friends on the left i have a ton of friends on the left i'm a new yorker mm-hmm. but rumble is like this place where like republic they think republicans uh get to have their free speech and to <laughs> them their perception of it it's the wild wild west Ooh. and what rumble really is is a place that republicans feel comfortable right then that they they just do and that that is what it is but there's also a large group of people who are called progressives these are people who are, are left to the left Ah. Right. These are the people who maintain the, the, the foundation of free speech, which used to be a leftist thing. Now, now you see it's it's not it's not as much leftist as it is. I think the right took I think whoever president, whoever the president is, the other party tends to go the other way. Mm. So if we feel, if you feel like our current president is limiting your free speech, um, then you're then all of, all, of, all of a sudden your free speech. So I, I, think, I won't so even I, get I into that. So I, I wouldn't say the Republicans <laughs> are as much about free speech as they are opposed to people who are about that. But what happened was Rumble has this mixture of progressives and people who lean right, who will never agree on abortion, will never agree on in, entitlement spending. But when it comes to like the, the major pillars where like we can work together mm-hmm. um, anti-war, free speech mm-hmm. uh, um education reform there are certain, certain things they agree on right like look like you have a population of people that think that everything should be taught and nothing should be taught but when some when people start acting acting like mothers functioning like mothers uh, and like normal people oh yeah you'll be yeah. surprised that there this group of people and i'm using rumble and 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 Twitter transitioned into that because now Twitter, everyone thinks it's like a Republican thing because they're, they're free speech, right? Uh, um, but I'm going to give you the floor, but two things. One, mm. I'm not talking about free speech absolutism. 
I'm talking about free speech enthusiasm. Yes. Like not, you know, like if I own Twitter, if I'm Elon Musk and someone doxes my family, yeah, your your account's gone. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought you said it was free speech. No, not really. Not really. I mean, and and every single one of us, you and me sitting in this room, everyone watching on Instagram right now would, would say would say the same thing. If you dox my family, you're, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Right? So I believe in free speech, but not absolute. So I want to give you the okay. floor on the solution, because I think the, the solution is changing a power dynamic where people who feel the same way like you and me can migrate, get together, allow that group to get bigger. Um, and at the same time, demonstrate to the world that nobody's getting harmed. <laughs> There's no harm in, in this dialogue. No, there is no harm in this type of free speech. Because mm-hmm. you're right, there is an umbrella of free speech. And it just depends on where you fall under. Now, what I think is pretty funny is you're like the absolute. Yeah, okay. You're right. But also, how do I explain this? Like, I don't feel safe to say anything to anyone anymore. The Mm -hmm. fact that I'm doing this (laughs) with you, talking about everything freely without being worried on these four walls that no one's going to come in and like shoot me for what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, or I'm going to get canceled. Who am I to get canceled though? But they'll cancel freaking anyone. A fly that buzzes in their ear. They're like, hell no, I told you not to. But the thing is, is the free. But it's more dangerous for you because you're, you're not, you don't have a blue check by your name where um, people have your back. Right. That's true. Let's, let's say you have Joe Rogan's back and they get rid of your, your Facebook and Instagram account. Who has yours? Nobody. Does Joe have your back? No. no. Does Trump have your back? No. no. Does Biden have your back? No. no. So only I. Have I would my suggest back. to you it's more dangerous for Maybe. for someone like well, okay. you who's All just right. who's just trying to have on be on a social network where you just have this dynamic where you could talk to your friends. You know, you right now you're 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 significant. Others not even in in California, I know. right? But so you know, he doesn't even have my back right but now. But you know what I'm saying. But that that was the point I was trying to make. But continue. Yeah. No. You're, okay. you're on to something. Yes. I don't feel safe anywhere having an opinion and it's it's not because of the lack of culture i have because Mm -mm. well no that's not true because i'm alaskan indian so it's like it's pretty prominent so it's your heart out elizabeth warren (laughs) (laughs) but the whole it's hard to i feel like i'm censoring myself in my head that's that's where i'm at in going on in life right i censor fucking everything everything in my head i'm like should i should i because of what we talked about earlier on on the sh no sh no Mm -hmm. on paper i feel like everything gosh i am i'm still censoring myself this is terrible this is horrible well whatever no okay you um me and you are having free speech right now we're talking about everything Right. I go out into uh, Trader Joe's or I go, I go, you know, to the Vons down the street, right? And I say something on my AirPods talking to you in that sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have five moms come around the corner going, excuse me, did you just say that? I'm sorry. Do you really believe that? Do you, do you honestly really believe that this is We're what's in a happening? crazy zip code. <laughs> I, I, and I'm we like, are. I'm like, ex- 
excuse me, like, hello, mm-hmm. A and B conversation. See the fuck out of here. Like, yes. I, I don't understand why everyone needs to get involved in that sense when I'm having a personal conversation. And yes, I'm being a little loud. Yes, I could probably be like, oh, I'm sorry. I won't shove my views in your face. I'm just having a conversation. But no one's having this conversation. No mm-hmm. one's talking about the important things on how we can solve this problem on speaking freely without fear and that's just always yeah. like through the well the beginning the, of time that's how it is well the less engagement you have um the more canceling is gonna happen i know right so john stewart actually said that and i'm, I'm a big john stewart fan I don't always agree with him but um as far as like his heart being in the right place and the things he's done in his life he's got a great track record of just helping people yeah and he's his one of his big things was don't censor engage so I'll give you an example. Mm. Here's a cool thing. Um, I run a volleyball clinic on Sunday afternoon, all right? Um, and it's for a certain age demographic, and it's an open clinic. So you could have advanced players or whatever, and I have the tough task of taking people who probably never even touched the ball and mix them with other people who might not have the patience for them. But that's my gift, okay? You know. <laughs> that's why they pay me the big bucks, all right? So I have someone come into the gym, and by physical appearances, could be a boy or could be a girl. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be up front. I have no idea. Yeah. Right. So I said, hey, come on in. How you doing? I'm like, what's your name? And, and they, I don't know if it's he or she, so I'll just say they, they kind of go like this, kind of, kind of like this with their face, Liz. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, what do you want to be called? And she says, Frankie. I said, Frankie, come on, let's go. Let's have fun. And from there, great practice. She kept coming back or they kept coming back. Um, learn the game and the other girls who can play are like oh my god look at her she's gotten better and and it's like her first pass to a target like the girls who can play are like yeah so encouraging and so whatever so but the point I was trying to make was the empathy went my way when I said what do you want to be called now for the people listening you have to treat these pronoun things like nicknames right we <laughs> best close friends relatives right relatives no no but right liz relatives close friends we have nicknames for everything right my, my me and my girlfriend we have nicknames for each other right i'm not that's not everybody's business but what we what we prefer to be called or what we're okay with being called right yeah so these whole people are like i'm not gonna call you sir this or sir that or whatever and i'm like listen that's probably because you're not invested in them and it's your right to not call them that and it's that person's right to not engage with you if if they if they feel strongly enough that you should call them that and they don't yeah but we don't have that anymore what you're saying is is we don't have that right no but i i think the point i'm trying to make is if it comes if what you're how you're addressing someone comes with an element of just caring about someone like a regular human being like a mammal that walks on two legs and drinks water you got no problem saying them they or this and that you don't care about pronouns because you're just you're just caring about somebody's uh, well-being their psychology right and and if you think that's a sickness that's even more of a reason to care you know, I don't think it's a sickness. I just think I just think some people just get confused sometimes. So, you know, I don't, you know, um, uh, there are people who change their name legally, right? Why is it okay for them and not this person would be called? So, so for right. me, for me, I don't have that heightened level of emotional investment on what I could call someone or not. Apparently, I'm working out. Hold on. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I don't have this heightened investment on what I should or shouldn't call somebody. Now, as far as transgenders and, and how people identify in sports, that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other episode. That's a- a whole other conversation uh, um, that we won't get into <laughs> well it's a conversation because i i object to people saying it's not a conversation 
like that. Yeah. I'm not even, you don't even have to pick a side to uh, accept, pick the side on someone to say this has to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I'll give you an example, the Leah Thomas thing mm-hmm. and the Gaines thing where Leah Thomas yes. like shattered every record or whatever and this and that. Gaines, was, who was a woman, thought she was cheated because this person, you know, changed over. And Leah Thomas, by the way, did it right. All right, Leah Thomas. Uh, whether you object, she should be in those uh, in that in that position or not. And I and I do object. She shouldn't have been in that. She or he or they did it right. They went to the NCAA. I want to do it. Walk me through the steps on how I can do this where there's no show, where it's legal and everything's and everybody's not too unhappy. So mm-hmm. Leah Thomas, to to her credit, I guess her um, did it right. Now, the problem I have is people saying it shouldn't even be a discussion. Your eye test alone says that that's a discussion, all right? And the problem, and I'm giving you the floor in a minute. What I would like for personalities like Joe Rogan or whatever, no matter who you are, even me, why isn't there a conversation where the two people in the room are Riley Gaines and Leah Thomas? Why hasn't, uh, years go by and people are still he and hawing about this because that's what white, a room full of white guys do. They want to talk about female problems. They want to talk about black people problems. They want to talk about transgender problems. Like like a room full of white guys have the solution for all of those problems and don't have the the person of interest mm-hmm. in that room. So my I'm giving you the floor, but my, my question is, why haven't we had a conversation where both of them are in the same room? Why haven't we? Because they're freaking scared of what's going to happen. They're scared of what they're going to say. Oh, no, no, no. Shame on you. They're scared. They really what are, are. What are they, what are they going to say that's going to influence mm-hmm. the world? It's a conversation that everyone should probably listen into. And it's a conversation that probably will never be had. And that's freaking sad. Yeah. But they're scared. Everyone's scared. And they're, t- they're scared about talking about how transgender. S- how do you stop this? We had enough of this love. <laughs> That's all you get, people. That's all you get. Like Peace Street out, Fighter. Like that? Cool. Perfect. I don't know why I'm sharing, but yeah. you don't need This to is where Miranda's being missed. Yeah, right? I'm like, <laughs> how do you do this? Miranda, uh, we miss you. I need a tech. I need a Jamie for the Joe Rogan. But I would like to see them two in a room oh yeah and just talk and just dialogue fight games ask each other questions tell leah defend yourself yes. tell, tell her why she Not doesn't even understand defend yourself but no definitely well, defend yourself because yeah, she's under that's attack true. that's true she is you know yeah. but Gaines is too 100 percent. Gaines got punched so what by they- by a dude in San, uh, two weeks ago, yeah. San Francisco. She went there and there's a big protest about her speaking at the university, and they they blocked out all the lights and a and a, a guy punched her in the face. And up to me, no matter what side you are, has it come to this? Yes. Where it's okay for a man to punch a woman that's, in the face. That's what everyone feels like right or now, or whatever part of her body. But I, I, it's it, that's okay now. That like you said is is the overcorrection. Yes, it is. Where it's if that happens, the gains, it's fair game. That's no. that's how it looks like. Have no. you watched some of these things? I mean, oh my gosh, this is so freaking ridiculous. Like, get the oh, stand up, yeah. say something, listen, mm-hmm. hear people. Even if you're wrong, listen so that you can understand why. I, I don't understand why people aren't even, like, they're not ready. 
-hmm. they're not ready for this conversation (laughs) and yet and yet here we are when we're talking about they them listen you're a you're a woman all right now i don't know who the hell i asked i know that's the people in the back who told who told me that (laughs) did you say something yes anybody in the back Uh, um you are a woman. Yes. We had a great conversation the first time you came on the podcast about yes. street harassment. Right? Oh. Remember street harassment? Yes. Maybe I should just put the video back up just you for fun. Should. As we put the video up, it was such a fun podcast because I had Miranda, who was my, my producer at the time and, yes. and the tech person, and you, two women, talk about being harassed on the street and why it's some, sometimes it's you feel like it's complimentary it's a, it's like a, yeah. a morale booster for some people but at the same time it's a hugely uncomfortable thing for other people yeah. now the reason why i'm bringing this up because i'm going to give you the floor because it has so many colors right <laughs> um the reason why i enjoyed this episode is because if it's a problem that women have and if it's something people call a women issue or a man to woman issue, let's say it's an issue for both. How is the issue supposed to be solved if it's just a room full of guys, right? If it's just a woman issue, uh, um, how's a room full of guys going to sit there? But if it's a man's issue and a woman's issue both, how is just a room full of guys supposed to be the solution to that? This, this is how we're going to behave. This is how we're going to treat these bitches, right? Uh-huh. So um, actually... I got it right here. You got it? Oh. I do. I want to do the shorter version. There's okay. like a longer version of this and we ain't going <gasps> it's there. It's been years. DJ, spin that stuff. <laughs> oh my God. We're bringing this back. 10 hours of silent walking through all the areas of Manhattan. This is New York. <laughs> Subtitling too. Hey, girl. How you doing? God bless you, mommy. Now, Aww. some of them are nice, right? It's whatever. Damn. This one said, "Damn." <laughs> And this one, I think, start walking with her. This side, this one's creepy. For two minutes, this one walking with her. Look at the speed she's walking. He adjusted his speed to walk with her. Four minutes. Whoa, I didn't know that. Five minutes. What? What? Oh my God. Mm -mm. All right, we get the picture. All right, we get the picture. Um. Yeah, room full of men, not the problem, not 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 the solution to that. I don't know. Right. Why don't we ask the guys on the street how they feel about it? Oh, I think it's fine, isn't it? Right. <laughs> well, the reason why I brought it up is because you and Miranda had asked me what 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 are you got you guys gonna do about that, and I said. For me, absolutely nothing. And, and you guys are like, oh, you got to be shitting me. You're kidding me, right? And I said, no, my reasoning is, is this. We, we can't have a room full of guys yeah. solve a problem that, that women feel that they have a problem with men. So maybe absolutely nothing wasn't the answer, but the answer was some, uh, maybe the answer today is something, but with you guys. Yes. Yeah. 
like yeah. what yeah. would you like to happen you know, like exactly what you're asking me right now yes. you're doing it right now you're not mm. doing nothing but you can't that, and that's question. the problem i had with you women at that and that you can't say that we have to solve the problem but you're not going to tell us you're not going to help us in dialogue with us how because if we come up with a solution you don't like this is how we're going to help these bitches right uh, um it's probably going to be the wrong answer because it's a room full of guys right and, and on the white and black dynamic, I object to this 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 he heavily edited video that, by the way, had no Caucasian male flirt with her. Every um. everybody that flirted with that girl was black and Latino, and I didn't and I didn't like that. You're trying to tell me you walked through all of Manhattan, and no white guy did that. It's like you know. So there was this dynamic that you that, didn't like either. That, well, I painted a worser picture. Uh, of Latino, like Latino and black people, be, you know, and it, and let me tell you something. We're in New York, culturally speaking, we are a loud and dynamic people. So if you're looking for clicks and you're looking for ammunition, you're definitely gonna get it from you're that population right of people. But were you trying to tell me one white guy didn't do that? I thought I saw some Muslim Latino. Maybe I guess. I, don't I hope know. so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. So. We we where you gotta be? You gotta be somewhere. Uh, yeah, I do. All right. I have work at five yeah i got work at five too that's what i'm saying i'm like i keep looking at the time because i'm like i know you told me the same thing but yeah. i want to say something please um so it it goes both ways and i i really i would love to talk to a woman who absolutely thinks it's disgusting and despicable and that's the only way that it is all right okay sure but let me just tell you about my night at work I made really great money. <laughs> okay. I made really great money. Being a server, a server. And mind you, I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, no crazy makeup. Right. My pants were tight, and I just have this little can do attitude. <laughs> Anyone you know, know what I'm wearing under this desk? All of our pants are tight. But go there ahead. you go. <laughs> but I'm just like, can I help you? Mm -hmm. No? Do you need anything? And I. I played into it. I played into this, like the stereotypical damsel in distress, in distress woman who's working as a server and as a college student and a single mom. And I am all of those things, but I played my ass into it. Okay. You can't tell me that it doesn't feel good when you get noticed. And it yeah. does, but there is a level of it just as anything, you know, like, I mean, if someone's standing there near me for five minutes, looking at me, not going away because he's trying to accomplish something, there's a problem. If I'm like playing into it and we're having a fun back and back, I gave him a little bit of conversation and he gave me a, a boost. But, <laughs> you know, it can go a different way. It can get a real creepy. Yeah, but no women doubt. do the same thing with guys. Hmm. I'm sorry, they do. They're I like, mean, I guess it's so disproportionate it's not mentioned. It's right? not yeah. mentioned because everything in Hollywood told you that a man is the only one whistling when I know for a fact that I whistle as yeah. well. There's no way. I love it. I'm just like, hey, how you doing, handsome? I'm like, why mm -hmm. not? And like some guys, like they took, like they're like, uh, no. And like, and then they felt uncomfortable. 
Oh, you felt uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I heard two women at Starbucks say, you know what? They, she's like, um, you know how I knew I, I reached that certain age? She says, I walked past the construction site and nobody said anything. And she's like, yep, it's over. And they both, the three of them just started laughing and I was cracking up. It was a joke. It's so true, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like for like years, like I kind of let myself go. I was really bad in depression. And now I'm back in the gym like every day eating right. I'm feeling good about myself. And I know that I feel beautiful. I know that I. I love my body right now and to get like that little extra hey i'm there like hey okay yeah. i did it like i'm good that's yeah. so you can't say you don't like it i mean sometimes it's just the extent cool. of it so i uh, so go. before we go we got to talk about this rate this uh, okay. so <laughs> we me and liz when we get on the podca podcast or when we talk to each other we like to at least do one current event so this yes. one the fbi kidnaps the wrong man the so the fbi the fbi was doing a training exercise <laughs> on like taking hostages and hostage negotiation and how to rescue that hostage so they were practicing in this hotel like one of the delta hotels the airline hotels yeah. and instead of grabbing like the actor or the person for the whatever they grabbed a real person kidnapped this person uh, uh actually you know oh, it, it doesn't say enough let's 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 play it. the clip D dj spin that actually let's um Let's, here we go. Right let's do here. the um, ad first. Uh, here you go. FBI agents working with the Department of Defense barged into a room on the 15th floor of the Revere Hotel on Stewart Street in Boston. The FBI says it happened just before midnight on Wednesday. Agents banged on the door to room 1505. Inside was a sleeping Delta Airlines pilot who was a guest at the hotel. He opened the door, and sources say agents barged in, handcuffed and interrogated the pilot for more than 45 minutes. Nearly <laughs> an hour later, sources say they realized their mistake, took the cuffs off, and released him. Oh, <laughs> all right. He's so going to need therapy. Do we get the point? So I want you to picture in your head, like a whole bunch of people walk into the room, grab you, throwing the bathtub, throw, throw water on you and stuff like water, that, handcuff you. And then all of a sudden, they realize they have the wrong person and they just say, sorry, and, and leave. And when they leave, you're sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? Uh I mean, who could ever say, like, if that really happened to you, what you would actually do in the moment? But what I picture in my head is really playing along with it. Honestly, because, like, if you think about it, you're just like, this whole experience happens to you. And you're sitting there looking at everyone. You're getting maybe slapped around. They tie your hands to the back and you're getting waterboarded. They're and then like, they just leave. Tell me, tell me, tell me. And, and then, then you whoosh. just leave. It's like, it's like, oh, this is going to sound bad, but it's like, you know, having that one night stand and he came and you didn't, it's, it's an unfinished <laughs> business, you know, where you're just like, oh yeah, I did. I came. You could have had a V8. <laughs> I could have had a V8 today. Yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Damn. Wow. <sighs> what was this? And it's like, and then I kind of want them to come back. Like, wait, we have to, <laughs> you know, I have a show, a news show called Undivide. And I think just, just for entertainment purposes, we, we I, I gotta, I gotta run that by Wendy Jones and Ashley just to, okay. just to see what's up. So, oh my God. So we got one more thing where we leave. We have the 60 yes. second lightning round. Yes. I'm going to set up my clock and then we, Jesus, we got work to do. You got work and so do I. Let's go. I know. The difference I know. is I think you got to go home first, right? And, yeah, an hour and away. Do that. I'm so sorry, dude. No, stop it. All right. I love you.
So 60 second clock. And it's right there. Perfect. So ready? Go. Okay. Uh, last good book you read. Oh. <laughs> I haven't read a book in a long time. All right. What was the other one you read quickly? Oh, The Giver. The Giver. Yes. Favorite comedian? Oh, Kevin Hart right now, honestly. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Uh, pool or the beach? A pool. <laughs> Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Lord of the Rings. Bourbon, vodka, or tequila? Tequila. <laughs> Favorite sport to watch? Baseball, hands yes. down. Favorite action film star growing up? Die Hard, all of them. Bruce Willis? Yes. Yes. My favorite Christmas movie. Uh, favorite morning show if you watch it, whether it's sports or whatever. Oh, gosh. I mean, I like watching the highlights on ESPN because I just like to be current in all sports. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Fun. That was the end. So a little story about tequila. I was at Hennessy's Wednesday night and, <laughs> and I said, I told him I want something fruity and girly, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, do you want te tequila? And, and I was just grouchy. And I said, no, tequila's for horny white girls. I don't want tequila. And everyone started laughing, right? <laughs> so, and, and the, the waitress is like, really? And I'm like, yes, I just, do you have vodka? Give me a Cosmo, whatever, and this and that. So, so she walks away like, okay, right? <laughs> so what happened 10 minutes later, she walks by and she has six, five shots of tequila, like on her little tray. And I said, excuse me, come here for a second. I said, who's that for? What table is that for? And she said, that table over there. And she looked over and I said, who's at that table? She's like, oh my God, I get it. Five horny white girls. So, so. I so mean, you're not wrong. Was, you know, put me in that category. Yeah. Put me in that category, baby. So Liz, I'm going to plug in your Insta. Anyone want to like reach out to you and, yes. and sing and this and that. But I, I, I'm pretty sure, that, pretty sure this video is not going to survive anything. But No, it, it, no. but whatever. It's no. fun. We got to do what we got to do. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think that only famous comedians should have the right to say what they want. I think we should be able to say what we want to. We should. You know? Um, and, and you know what? And we got our own back. How about that? We do. All right. So... Guys, Liz might love you, but I don't love any of you. In fact, I can't stand any of you. So, so for all of you at home, for all of you on your iPad or your Droid, for all of you on your desktop, who runs the world? It's right there, baby. Old school. Old school. From my, my, home, my homie, Liz Ribble. Thank you for coming on the <laughs> podcast. Course. This is episode 176 of The Option. I'm Jason DeBear. Go so check out The music. Option podcast on optiondb.com. Ah, let's try that again. Do it again. <laughs> and we're out. On Spotify and on YouTube under the NY Varsity Sports Handle. That. You're I gonna love what that. you hear. I'll let it that. I suck. <laughs> or. <laughs>